Welcome to the Jennings Wire online magazine podcast series, where we feature interviews with top authors and experts. My name is Stacey Amaral Kaufman. I'm the radio director for the national PR firm, Annie Jennings PR, the creator of Jennings Wire online magazine, as well as the powerful top market radio talk show campaign with free and limited media training, as well as online TV and print media, all with guaranteed deliverables. Today, we're talking with Deborah Kozowski, a three-time best-selling author, TEDx speaker, executive coach, and host of the Millionaire Woman Show podcast. Her most recent book, Let's Be Curious, Ask the Right Questions, Get Better Answers, and Create the Results You Want, focuses on unlocking the imagination of possibilities, challenging assumptions that may be sabotaging you, putting aside judgment, and asking questions that matter. So, welcome, Deborah. Hi, thank you for having me on the show. Thanks for being here. So I guess let's get this out of the way. Why write a book on curiosity? I'm curious. Well, myself, I'm curious by nature, have always asked tons of questions. But the real reason I wrote Let's Be Curious is because of the questions people were asking me. Many people would come up to me and they would say, what do you think this person would think? Or what do you think this person would say? And I'd say, well, why aren't you asking them? Or they'd say, you know, I think I should do this, but I don't, I don't know if that's the right thing to do. Well, if you don't take an action or look for more knowledge, you're never going to find out if it's something you can do. So what I found is, is that people were not asking the questions that they needed to, to really start getting the answers that they wanted. They were either asking the wrong person, the wrong questions, or they were afraid to just start asking the questions, which often leads to more questions as you get a response. And Deborah, why do you think, I mean, you mentioned just there, that people would be asking you questions about other people. Do you think that that's because they're afraid to ask those people? They're afraid to ask questions? And if so, why are people afraid to ask some questions? I think there's two levels. One is that it's convenient to ask the person in front of you. Maybe they're looking for an opinion, but often it is because they think you have the answer. And then the convenience is, I don't have to go any further to get the answer because you're right in front of me. The other part of it is I do feel people are afraid to ask for the fear of looking stupid, for the fear of being embarrassed, for the fear of someone telling them that they should already know the answer. And I think growing up, there's been, when we were kids, we asked why all the time. We were curious. And then along the way, we had that messaging that was, you need to be quiet, seen and, not, seen and not heard, or that was a stupid question. Why would you ask something so dumb? And in life, there are no dumb questions, because if you knew the answer, you wouldn't ask. So it's better for people to ask questions to get what they want than to hold on wondering if they could take the chance at a new opportunity, if they can make friends with someone new. And to because they're worried about being judged, and it's human nature to be judged. So if we started coming from a place of curiosity, and I love to use curiosity, but it's also to come as a learner. 
What can I learn from this? I think people get caught up that they're, if they do something that didn't go the way they expected, that they dwell on wrongs, failures, and mistakes. And if we could move beyond thinking that we're going to beat ourselves up based on the wrongs, failures, and mistakes, we can move into a space of, okay, what can I learn from this? Instead of being so harsh on ourselves and judging ourselves for not knowing the answers. So when someone challenges you and says, you know, that's a dumb question, well, if it was so dumb, I wouldn't ask you because I need to know the answer. And maybe I can ask you more if you wouldn't block the response, right? Because people are blocking the response because they might not even have the answer. They want to brush it off. And people think common sense is so common, but it's truly not. People have different levels of education, different levels of experience. And when we give them the opportunity to explore and learn, we take away that judgment and limitation around us. So when all of this is going on and you're asking a question or a question is being asked of you, I'm going to dip, you know, dip into this neuroscience, which I know you really love. <laughs> what is happening on a basic level in the brain when we are asked a question? Well, I'm glad you asked because I do love neuroscience and I like to tell people I geek out on this kind of stuff. So what I love about it on just a basic level is when we are asked a question, our brain gets really excited. It loves to predict what's next, and it loves to search for answers. And it's Dr. Joe Dispenza said that nothing excites the brain more than it, when it's assimilating knowledge and experiences. So as we go out into the world and we gain new knowledge and we have new experiences, your brain's filing it. And you might not be using it right away, but there might be a time where it comes back to you. I like uh, an example of knowing that creative breakthroughs and moments of insight or what people refer to as aha moments happen when your brain's relaxed, when it's a state that you're not using a lot of brain power. One of my clients, she called me up one day and she said, I was just vacuuming and I had a Deborah moment is what she called it. And her Deborah moment was a conversation that we had a while back. But while we were in coaching, she didn't need that information then. But as she was at rest and, you know, doing chores, not like that's relaxing or stimulating. But what happened was, is that idea came to her when she needed it. So the brain will search for the answer. It likes to predict what's next. And as we keep that information then we can pull it up when we need it. So I think it's really cool that there's opportunity to see how the brain works, but there's also an opportunity how we can uh, rewire the brain in, in a way of repeating pathways, having those moments of insight, and really thinking about what we think about. Now, Deborah, I want to ask you this to wrap up. What would be, tell our listeners, the number one key to how they can ask better questions and then get the answers that they want? Well, the number one key really comes down to self-awareness, really being able to reflect and really pay attention 
to what we're thinking about, that self-awareness. And I like to tell people that once you're self-aware, there's no turning back. And what I mean by that is when you reflect on a situation and say, well, how did that go? What were the strengths? What went well in that situation? What could I have done differently? As soon as you start seeing a learning opportunity of what you could have done differently and being present in the moment, then we have an opportunity to move forward and ask new questions, get better answers, take different actions, and get different results. But it has to come down to self-awareness. You can have all the desires, you can have all the knowledge and experience in the world, but if you're not self-aware, you have no idea what's available to you and what you're learning. So it's really important for people to reflect on their day, how it went, what they think could have, they could have done better, even to the smallest conversation that they had with someone. What was that experience like for you? How did you feel and how would you have liked to feel? Could you walk away with making that situation better than you did in that moment? So I always like to say that when I have a conversation or I connect with people, whether it be coaching or one-on-one, I like to tell, make sure that I left the conversation and left the experience as memorable so that people can remember our conversations because they're aware of them and it had an emotional connection. Well, hopefully you've connected emotionally with some of our listeners here today, Deborah. I know you've given a lot of really great advice, and I'd love for everyone to connect with Deborah Kozowski on her website, which is DebraKozowski.com, and we'll spell that for everybody. That's D-E-B-R-A, Deborah Kozowski, K-A-S-O-W-S-K-I, Deborah Kozowski.com. And, of course, the book, again, is Let's Be Curious, Ask the right questions, get better answers, create the results you want. So, Deborah, thanks for joining us. We really appreciate it. Thank you so much. It's been a pleasure. And thank you all for listening to this podcast brought to you by Annie Jennings PR. Please visit JenningsWire.com to enjoy a rich community of talented, insightful, and relevant bloggers and podcasters. Till next time.